Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. It is Friday and we are doing this early. There's still sunlight out you can see behind me. Yeah, so we're actually ahead of schedule today, Jimmy. Yeah, oh, pretty good week so far. We had a nice good week of weather, so feeling, well, it felt like summer. Like, what was it, Wednesday or something? Tuesday or Wednesday, it was like almost 90 degrees. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all good. I, I like it. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think today it's only like in the fifties, but yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, we've had snow probably around this time. So. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So a lot of big things going on this week. Uh, I think we talked a little bit, maybe on Trash Talk Tuesday, uh, about uh, the Trump thing. Well, what I noticed is, uh, specific to that is notice how it's kind of faded away. There's a lot of people just dismissing it. Mm. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what, you well, know, what's, what's really going to come of that. I mean, I, th I think I, it's okay. Look, it's in New York. Um, I, there's a fair chance that he gets uh, uh, fully, what is it, charged? Or, uh, well, he's been charged. Yeah, he gets convicted. He gets convicted. But, but here's the issue, and here's what I think is going to happen. And this is why I think it's gone pretty much silent uh, on the news and, and all the other things that you were you know, immediately after it happened, of course, everybody was rah, rah, rah. But within 24 hours, even the mainstream liberal media was calling into question really what's there after they actually got to see the indictment and how much of a piece of shit it really is. Um, so uh, Alvin Bragg, the DA in New York, um, he's taking a lot of slack from New Yorkers about about filing these charges so well, i wonder if they're quietly concerned about you know what it will mean in the future we talked about i think a little bit on tuesday about the likelihood of um retribution or so know, i'm glad you said that because that leads me right into uh there has already been contact from multiple multiple da's uh around the country yeah, and that's the thing. It can come out, from anywhere. Finding out if they, you know, if they can charge uh, other people yep. uh, with crimes as state DAs, because this state DA has decided that he wanted to try to take on federal issues uh, and make them grow in his state. So uh, I think that ball is already rolling, and I think you're right. I think they are absolutely worried about it because, yeah. What do you think this means for the future? Because I think things like this, there's, you know, there's other reasons why it's never happened before, but like, this is kind of a situation where you're going up against a powerhouse. This is Donald Trump. He's not some lame duck. Right. He's a powerful dude. Um, and this is something that you just kind of don't do because this is how, you know, you're, Family member. I mean, if it, okay, if this was a Clinton, if he's going after Clinton, <laughs> that's when people disappear. Yeah. Or you know, what, what's uh, well? I think one of the reasons why you know one of the important reasons, and I, listen, if somebody broke the law, somebody broke the law. I don't give a shit what party they belong to. If you have the evidence to prove that they broke the law, then they need to get they need to get what everyone else would get for it. I, I firmly believe that. Having said that. The reason why these things, particularly when it comes to the president of the United States, the, 
I think the reason why they historically have not done this is because we are we don't want to appear like every other country in the world. Think about it. These other countries, as soon as another party takes over, what are they doing? They're arresting, they're arresting the former president. They're arresting the former prime minister. They're arresting this person. They're uh, kicking on this other person out of their country. I mean, I just, I think that part of it is tradition uh, that we are not like the rest of the world. We are America. We are very different. There's a reason there's only one of us. Um, and so this kind of, slaps right in the face everything that we've done or everything that we are in our history. Now, having said that, they've opened Pandora's box. Um, and, and I think I think they're beginning to see that. And so maybe that's why there's kind of a backup. And I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm just, this is just Chris talking here. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if this just quietly went away and everything was dropped. I wouldn't. I think Trump push the issue even more like saying hey what happened come on yeah. you know i think he likes that this guy brought up that's why he turned himself in i don't think he yeah. had to i don't think it was even i think he, it probably would have gone away if he didn't turn himself in yeah um so that yeah that's uh, it is interesting to see what happens but unfortunately left and right just have two different standards mm -hmm. and i know there's been some some clapping back with uh leadership in the house um, you know, but in general, we don't do the same thing as their level. Right. Um, so it may be something that that's the game that they play. Hopefully, we don't play any games. You know, obviously, we're, we may do it, but for other good reasons. Just like we didn't remove somebody from a House committee for no reason, just right. to get them back. There was legit concerns. Right. To, to, to do, make those changes. Well, and again, the difference is we remove them from a specific committee, which was a select committee, which means you have to be chosen to be on it. Uh, whereas they removed two Republicans from every committee. Like they had no committee assignments under Pelosi. So there's a, a vast difference in what was done uh, in that regard when you're, when you're talking specifically about that. But I think if you look, if you go back and think about the last, I don't know, I'd say I even go far back and say, you know, maybe like eight years. Go back and look at the last eight years. And this has been a progression of unhingedness, unhinged politicalness of the left. And, you know, this is their culmination. This is their coup de grace. This is the thing that they wanted most. And it's been a progression. You know, they went after they they went after Kavanaugh. Now they're going after uh, uh, Justice Thomas uh, in the last couple of days. You know, they're attacking the judiciary. They're you know all these things. Um, and, and I think this is just the natural progression for them uh, in their political unhingedness. I mean, they're falling apart. We have we have uh, Democrat Congress people in state and nationally that are leaving the Democratic Party. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen that too frequently, if at all, with the Republican Party. Yeah. So, I mean, there's even people inside their own ranks that understand that they're doing in this, this one most recent one. I can't remember what state she was from. North Carolina. North Carolina. Um, you know, she left, she left the Democratic Party because 
she was getting flack from her own party about using the American flag emoji on her emails and texts. That's insane, yeah. I mean, her own party was criticizing her because she was using the American flag. And that's what we've been saying for such a long time is it's only a matter of time until the, the left consumes itself. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just a constant competition of who can who can left harder. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Um, I, I and but they're realizing it and they really screwed themselves there because but now they have a supermajority or something uh, in North Carolina. Yeah, yes, in North Carolina, they, yeah. where they have now that the, yeah. they can't be vetoed. Yeah. Anything they put through, like exactly. Good job. Um, so yeah. So anyway, politically speaking, I think that I think that um, they've they've made a mess. Um, you know, now they're going to argue, of course, that, oh, this was all, you know, it's all fine. You know, this is the thing. You, you don't believe your lying eyes. <laughs> you know, type attitude about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, because that's what they always do. Um, but they know. And, you know, I, I give credit to Pelosi. I think she knew, which is why she voluntarily stepped down as as a leader for this, for this session of Congress. And, you know, my, she'll probably retire. Well, I think for the most part, she knew that she needed to get herself kind of out of the spotlight because yeah, yeah. they were gonna they were really about to come hard for her for their financial and uh, they may and they may now. Um, I think I, that, that, unfortunately, there's probably enough of that stuff that also goes on on the right mm -hmm. that they have to be real careful yeah. how they handle that. Yeah, but I sure hope they do something about it because getting, well, but the same you know, can be said about the left. I mean, there's plenty of this stuff going on on the left. And if they want, and again, prime example, if they want, if you want to open Pandora's box, yeah, go ahead, knock yourself out because ultimately it is going to come back to bite you in the ass. So, anyway, um, we just touched a little bit on this one. Justice Thomas, is that attack? Oh, it is, it is not, it's attached. <laughs> Yeah, make sure we're change the meaning a lot. Um, he uh, the last two days for whatever reason, and I don't know. I I'm, I don't know who uh, there was a reporter that apparently did some deep dive into uh, him specifically, not all the justices, mm. but him specifically. And now there's a reason why. They go after him specifically. He's black. He's conservative. Um, he's been on the court for quite some time. He's a very staunch supporter of conservative values. So, of course, they're going to attack him. Not, not, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, uh, not that they haven't tried to go after the other ones, but they've really got nothing to stick uh, on the new ones, you know, Barrett and, uh, and all them. So, I think that so the crux of it is is basically what he came up with is um, he he took all these illegal trips uh, that were financed by somebody who owns some corporation or was a, is a big donor to conservative conservative stuff. Uh, yeah, sorry guys, my dog she does not need to go outside, but she wants to go outside, but she knows better. You know better. We'll lay down. Um, and so she's sitting here whining and staring at us like we mistreat her. And yeah, I don't know if she's gonna let me. Yeah, she's gonna well, let we me can open the door. I just have to pay attention. Yeah, I, I think, uh, like I said, we might miss that. Let's go ahead and 
I have my uh, my lawn care people coming today, so I kind of had the door shut, and, and now she won't go. Like, oh, I guess I guess I'll go. I get. I mean, since you opened the door, spoiled. Uh, yeah, we do spoil our dogs. We like our dogs more than we like our children in this house. So yeah, there's that. But anyway, uh, so anyway, uh, this corporation, head of this corporation, or uh, you know, campaign donor or something, you know, funded these trips. So they're making a big deal out of it. And now AOC, of all people, is that if nobody else is going to bring articles of impeachment against Justice Thomas, I'm going to. I mean, she was a big advocate for packing the courts. Isn't um, she the same one that, like, allegedly stole, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars out of her campaign for her boyfriend or fiancé or whatever he is now? And, you know, all these other campaign finance issues she had. And Probably, yeah. I mean, yeah. just saying. Yeah, she's full of hypocrisy, so. Yeah, but again, this is part of the natural progression right so you, you go after the president you go after the judiciary because you don't control the judiciary currently uh it's you know certainly conservative leaning um so you you're attacking two of the three uh branches of government so here you go i mean of course you have an ag that is absolutely worthless in his job so they're not gonna i mean and it's an impe it would be an impeachment anyway um but so it would be handled now Fortunately, the House is run by the Republicans. So even if she decided she was going to, I don't even, I wonder if she can spell impeachment. I don't know. Be an interesting question. Um, <laughs> She's got staffers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, so, so that's just the craziness that's going on now. Um, is that better? There we go. Um, but again, natural progression, right? You're going to go after the top. Anything that you don't control or that they don't control, they're going to go after because that's how they're going to get all these, you know, trans laws that they want in place, all these gun laws that they want in place, all these, you know, reparations bullshit that they want in place. Yeah, and we're seeing examples of that all over the place. Of you know, they're going to if one way is not working for them, they're just going to find another vector. Yeah. Yeah, to attack, and that's what we're seeing with Donald Trump. You know, they're drumming up ridiculous old charges and stuff to just try to. If he wasn't potentially running in 2024, there's no way this would be going on. There's no way that he would be getting arrested. Right. Uh, it's just not a chance. Well, and not to mention, not to mention that the federal government already punted on these charges. Um, Alvin Bragg's predecessor, his former boss, punted on these charges um so he was he was op it's very obvious that he was politically pressured yeah. to do this and he did campaign on it he did campaign and say he was going to be the one who was gonna who was going to uh, uh get convictions against trump so i mean i guess he i guess he kept his campaign promise unfortunately it may very well be his undoing for any other political office that he ever hoped he was going to hold uh, because uh, I, he's not faring very well uh, thus far um, in his endeavor. <laughs> yeah, no, it seems crazy. Uh, you know, very bold. Um, but they're going to just try everything. If they can't pack the court, they're going to attack the justices. They're going to do whatever they can to rile people up and find something. But, um, 
you know, they're going to shift the goalposts. And yeah, go yeah, they, they're very good at pivoting. I mean, I'll give them that. They're they're very uh, uh, very good at shifting the topic. But I don't know. Are they really good at it, or is it just because one hundred percent they have the mainstream media that? Yeah, I think, well, I, I think ultimately that's what gives them enough backing to solidify. It's just like they can come out and make the claim like, oh, now the Republicans are the, the fun. The yeah. Guys, yeah. You know, like, right. You can come out with those whole face lies and, and not be just ridiculed for it. And that's why they keep doing it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So we'll see what happens. Uh, my guess is, like I said, the Trump thing is just going to fade into the darkness. And uh, I, 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 I would almost leverage money that it never goes to trial and it just disappears. That's just me. Well, he's also, and I'm not sure where it is in the stages. I thought I saw one thing that it was dis, that it was has been either potentially dismissed or pushed back indefinitely. Mm -hmm. But he's got some rape allegation charges from the mid '90s. Yeah, There's supposed to be a trial in April, like in a couple weeks. I think that's a civil suit. Not a criminal suit, if I remember correctly. I think that I think that yeah, I think if my memory serves me, somebody made the allegation, it got thrown out of court criminally long time ago. Long well, I think, well, in 20 no, so whoever this person is, she didn't say anything until 2019. Yeah, she brought it up in 2019. Right. And 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 that's when she first yeah made the allegation. Right. Super suspect. Um, no, but we have to believe the we have to believe the the uh, victim, right? I mean, that's that's the way it works, right? They always have to be believe, yeah. be yeah. believed one hundred percent of the time. That was attacking Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, Doctor. God, I don't even remember her I name. I think it was the other justice's name, but uh, it's not. I yeah, no, it's so. yeah, it's some. I, I can't remember that crackpot psychologist from California. <laughs> That's what we'll call her, Doctor Ford, Christy something. Christy Ford, Ford, Ford. Yeah, I knew it was yeah. a three name thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amy Vinegar, but I knew that was the wrong person. Christine Blasey Ford. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and where'd she go? Well, that, yeah, it's obviously a convenient time for things like that, and. and well, it was convenient for her because she got her payment through uh, what's that website where you can set up a fund for some GoFundMe? Uh, That's funny you mentioned that. Magically, somebody set up a GoFundMe and she got over a million dollars. And then, as soon as Kavanaugh was uh, put in the in the on the Supreme Court, she disappeared with you know one point whatever million, oh. and she's. And probably whatever money she yeah and she's in the wind well but that's probably where they funneled it to yeah because it's hard yeah, to track yeah, but i'm sure she got plenty of money so, so yeah and she disappeared so why is that funny that i brought that up uh, well it's funny I, I told you i had a topic and uh we'll we'll bring it back around to that later well i i mean it's on there so go for it is it on there i don't, I don't oh i think once you have the oh no you do have it on the banner i see it wasn't just on my thing um yeah, so well, why don't, why don't I touch on that now? So I, I just, I was thinking, just having me um, trying to figure out the frustrating divisiveness of our country. Where does it go? How will unity ever happen? I mean, because there's a lot of talk about things like civil war, basically, or, you know, um, 
uh, national divorce, things, things like that. that. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about representation and democracy. Um, you know, because a lot of pushes all this stuff. And but I was mainly thinking about Ukraine. So, the, so the idea that I had was thinking about the Ukraine war and just how galling and frustrating it is that Joe Biden is spending more and more money over there. Um, and it's not just Joe Biden, it's members of Congress. Um, and I, I mean, it feels like that. It feels like somebody is stealing our money without really any of our input. And, and sending it where we don't want it. Like, I mean, there's, we talk about it all the time. There's so many better uses for that to protect our own people. We are not that well off here to just be dishing out money overseas. And I've been saying that since probably the, you know, my initial political days in the George Bush era, where we're just sending countless dollars overseas that nobody even realizes. And, and it just it baffles me when we have a national debt that's ridiculously high and it's going to come back and bite us eventually in some capacity. Anyway, what I'm getting to, you'll see the headline on the screen, says, put your money where your mouth And I was thinking that this could be a way where all, if we have all these supporters of Ukraine and supporters of many other laws with the benefits of today's technology, and why don't we put systems together that allow things like GoFundMe to support a Ukraine effort? If people want to give money to Ukraine, create something not necessarily GoFundMe, but essentially maybe a governmental system that allows people to put money into this fund. And Joe Biden can say, hey, you know what? We all agree we should be supporting. He can say this. We all agree that we want to support Ukraine in this effort. So yeah. if so if you do, yeah, there's really much money. And Congress would be, or Congress or any president uh, that's running, you know, roll back taxes and say, hey, we're going to roll back your taxes. And for and so a, a ton because we're what we're going to do is we're going to eliminate spending on many things across the board, many things across the board. We're going to roll back your taxes. Uh, Accordingly, to allow people to put money where their mouth is, and so if you say you want to support Ukraine, you want to support all these refugees, you want to support all these illegal immigrants coming from the country, the only way we're going to fund those programs is through your personal donations. So if you're not willing to actually put your money where your mouth is, then these things don't get funded. Complain, why is this getting funded? Why aren't these programs succeeding? It's because you're not actually supporting them. Or be or because a majority of the country doesn't believe that those things need to be funded. Yes. I mean that would be that would be proof positive of what percentage of the country wants a specific thing funded. Right? I mean, so yeah, no, absolutely. I think that that is a uh, fantastic idea. Um, you know, you want to fund Ukraine? You earmark it and send it to the Ukraine fund. You, you know, it's it's not much different than what they already do for the Red Cross during a hurricane. 
you know, they you get an 800 number on the TV that says, hey, if you want to donate to the Hurricane Katrina Fund, call this number and, and people donate. Do. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. exactly what people do. It's yeah. a fantastic thing. That's why churches are probably the most uh, generous organizations that provide the most aid for people across the country. The churches are responsible for the most charity is what I think I'm trying to say. Um, that's actually occurring. So people try to uh, attack the right or specifically a religious conservative right. for not supporting the things that they so like, but actually they, they are putting their money where, where their mouth is in a lot of cases. Um, but they're being a lot more selective with where they put that. Right. Yeah, no, I think that's a fantastic idea. And uh, I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, they're never going to do that uh, because they're just not going to do it. It's just so much easier for them just to spend our money. That, but, yeah. but I mean, I, I feel like this uh, uh, freedom caucus, mm -hmm. it, it's something that they could get behind by like everybody. I think a lot of the left support rolling back taxes. Absolutely. I mean, you sell it like that. We're rolling back your taxes. And what that means is that we're cutting programs and we're giving you more money. And but if you choose to use that additional yeah. money to support a cause, I mean, then... hey, we're just giving you individual power. It's freedom. This is your freedom. Individual power to support more of your causes. Now, I mean, honestly, you can see where that would get rolled back completely. Let's just say there was no taxes. Um, that, that's an extreme measure. Um, but like, I think that's you kind of can find middle ground eventually when you get there where like this is working. This. It's working well, even if even if the amount of money donated to a particular cause cut cut the amount that the government is subsidizing for that program in half, yeah, I mean that's still a huge chunk. I mean, we're up to what forty something billion dollars that we've sent to Ukraine. I think over a hundred, right? Over, is it that much? Yeah, it's over a hundred, and they just and they just. Uh, uh, like, I know they just did like 1.2 more. more. No, I think it's been over 100. Okay. I, I, I'm not sure if it's, all, if it's been promised or whatever, but I think it's been over 100, it's, which is unfathomable amount of money considering the situations that we have here that, that could be addressed. Yeah. Um, no. uh, and the yeah. concerns, the future concerns based on security, all of our, uh, a lot of our manufacturing that's leaving well, the United States. And here you go. Here you go. Here you go, Democrats. Because what else would this do? What else would, you're you're going to have the opportunity under a program like this to fund the programs that you claim are near and dear to your heart. But what else is it going to do? Because your other claim is that we're spending uh, we're spending our children's future away, and this would cut this would reduce that potentially, reduce the risk of uh, you know causing taxes and everything else to increase over the next 10, 15, 20 years because these things are funded this way. So, hey, I mean, if you're complaining that, you know, we're mortgaging our children's future, sounds like a good idea to me. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm all for giving people more power and how, because how, I, I wholeheartedly agree that you have, uh, that you more responsible and you would prefer to fund the causes that you want to support absolutely. and you, you can spend your money better than the government absolutely uh, it, it's it's ridiculous i mean i just took my this is a totally different topic but 
along the lines of money. I just took my son for an MRI the other day. It cost two thousand dollars to sit in a machine. Yeah. <laughs> minutes, whatever. And, and you actually saw and you actually saw a person for ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just it's a punch in the gut um, mm -hmm. to think about what our you know, healthcare costs. Uh, are going to and why they cost that much because you know if i went there and said hey i'm i'm just going to pay personally with cash right. that it would be negotiated down probably somewhere 500 dollars or right. 100 dollars i don't even know i right. hear ridiculous things like that all the time yeah um, well and you could push you could push programs like this for a lot of different things you want universal health care you pay into a universal health care fund uh you know you that's where you put your money um, you want uh, you want free education for all. Everyone who puts money in towards that is is you know pushing for or is eligible to receive money out of that fund. Yeah, I mean you could all these things that you want, all these things that right now you know that you claim you want free healthcare, free college, which are not free. We all end up paying for them. If these are your primary things that you say you want. It's a perfect way to do it because you sign up. It itemizes our expenses yep. and, and provides more accountability to say, hey, this is the limitation of our funds. This is the pool you can pull from. Yep. And there's no more printing money um, to, you know, yep. nowhere that devalues everything else. I like it. I like it. I think we should, uh, we should get that up on the national stage. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, exactly, because they listen, they listen frequently. Uh, all right, so we, I want to say I hate talking about this topic, but I really don't, because it's getting to be such, uh, what's the word I want to use, it's getting to be jammed in our faces so fucking much lately. And it's really ramping up. It's really ramping up now. So I think that the only thing that you can do is speak out about it. But this whole fucking trans movement is really, really, really starting to get fucking aggravating. And here's what I'm going to say. about it. I'm going to say this up front because anybody who wants to fucking argue with me about it, feel free. Come on. Come on here. I will fucking argue with you until I'm blue in the face because I don't give a shit if you're trans. I don't give a shit if you call yourself a fucking girl. I don't care if you call yourself a boy. I don't care if you call yourself a fucking three-headed walrus. Don't fucking care. Okay? What I care about is that you are now publicly slamming it and ramming it down everybody's fucking throat that we have to acknowledge your delusion. I'm, I'm just not, not going to do it. And I, I think I've said that before, but I just want to put that up. I don't give a shit what you think you are. I don't care. I think I raged about it a little bit on Tuesday, perhaps, but uh, that's what I, I'm just, I'm so sick and tired yeah. of, yeah, you expecting me yeah. to buy into your delusion and illness, like, and stop playing games. That's what it is. It is an illness. It is a delusion. And we're yeah. not, and, and stop saying that we're afraid of it. We're not afraid of it. Nobody gives a shit about it. You know, you're, you, you lefties have a very odd definition of afraid. Nobody's afraid of it. Nobody is afraid of people that are trans. Well, so I just, I, I, I just saw somebody 
and I'm going to try to generalize, but their their argument was, you know, I'm I'm tired of hearing this. Everyone's way more concerned about a um, a, a representative from a beer company as of while our kids are being shot every right. on the daily. Uh, hello, but the, this is the logical perspective that people are just not getting. That you know what, people are outraged at the delusion right. that's leading into these mass killings. Right. It's, 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 it's not only transgenderism, the mental illness of transgenderism that's leading to school shootings, but that's a factor that you're, you're pushing this garbage right. and grooming kids. I mean, it's becoming an epidemic, I yes. guess, if you will. Sure. Uh, and it's very clearly demonstrated in statistics like how what one in five or even one in four of this gen z population considers themselves right on gender spectrum or something right. they identify as either uh gay yeah lgbtq plus I mean, trans yeah, yeah. yeah. which yeah. I, I don't like to lump them all together i don't discuss that but um it, it's absurd because yeah why are we supporting that I understand your I understand your feelings of wanting to be inclusionary and support these right. people. That's that's you. That's fine. But like what you're doing, you're not doing somebody a favor by feeding into their delusions. Right. You need. I mean, that is the problem. You you have to realize that if you have a child who is confused about their gender, and and instead of listening to people that are calling it gender-affirming care right. and you jump on board with like saying, oh, I need to affirm their delusion right. um, because that'll help them. What you're doing is you are increasing the suicidality rate for, the, for your child probably 50-fold because what, what the suicide rate is somewhere in the 40% range, and that's before and after transition. Yeah. Uh, so there's no no real discernible difference between the two. You're not actually benefiting them. There's so many examples of people detransitioning or regretting their transition, and that's for the simple reason that these youths, everybody goes through a you know confused place right. about not not exactly about what their gender is, but it's just a confused place of where do I fit in society, where do I fit in? Maybe maybe because I'm not different, I'm not the prom queen type. Right. So maybe I'm maybe that means I'm not a girl because I'm not just like her. No, nobody's saying that. You you are your own person. And you, but the the fact is you are a biological female and you need to embrace that. I'm sorry. You are a human being. You need to embrace that. You you can't say that you're you know you're not a bird or you're not a dragon, whatever. I saw one the other day. I saw one the other day that uh, uh, a TikTok video of a girl who was a vampire. Yeah, and they actually, they actually, well, according to this person, um, they actually hire people to uh, give blood so that they can drink it. Yeah, like, that's, that's yeah. I'm like, what the fuck planet are we living on? When this is the you want to do that, and I mean, that's fine, yeah, I guess. Whatever. But it's fucking bizarre. If everybody's adults and they're willing participants, be my guest. Um, but that's why I think being uh, drag queens in that in that era, uh, which I'm sure it still goes on, but like they're probably a lot healthier than somebody who is thinks that they're you know yeah. actually a transgender, right. and they just and, uh, you know because I think that causes way much more confusion. I feel like. 
the, the people, people that just like dressing up as women, women you know, they, they probably have a better time and they're probably a lot more mentally stable. Yeah. Um, doing whatever they're yeah. doing what they want to do. There's nothing wrong with embracing that people are on a scale of masculinity and femininity. Right. I think I've talked about that before. So it's not so what? Yeah. Fine. They're very feminine males. Cool. Um, that's, that's probably, probably not, not a great thing for society in the long run. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah. they're not going to do well supporting a family, raising kids, and, right. and being able to protect people when the, when the time comes. Um, but do you do you? Yeah. And the same thing. There's a lot more masculine females. But don't. But my thing is, is don't try to pass it off. Don't try to pass it off like we're we're like people who don't believe the same thing as you are are fearful of it because. Oh yeah. Oh, I hate when somebody. They're says, not. There's nobody that is fearful that there's a trans person standing next to them. You mean transphobic? Calling somebody transphobic? Well, yeah. Well, well, yeah somebody... but now the thing is, now the thing is, the big headlines on all the fucking live streams and all that stuff is why are conservatives so afraid of trans? Why are conservatives so afraid of drag queens? Why are we're not afraid? Well, I'm afraid that they're gonna that they're gonna go nuts and shoot up a school. Well, and as we. We, they are clearly in a mentally. Uh, they're mentally. There's that, but I mean, in general, in general, the thought is is that we bring up the issue because we're fearful of them. We're not fearful of you. No, we are not fearful of you. Just not. No. Sorry. Um, and I've never met anyone that is fearful of you. No. Um, well, and I hate the people that say like you're denying their existence. I'm not denying. So they're clearly there. Yeah, I can see them. They matter. I, I, I acknowledge that they exist, and I acknowledge that you feel a certain way. Right. I'm not going to acknowledge that you're correct about it. No, no I'll acknowledge. I'll acknowledge your existence 100. But I'll also acknowledge your delusion. That's just me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the reason why that is, it's not any out of hatred no. or anything. It's it's actually out of pity and support. Like exactly. I want you to be healthy. And the way to be healthy is to acknowledge reality. Right. Sorry. Yeah. That's Absolutely. It. I'm not going to feed into somebody's delusion that they are obese when they're 95 pounds. Right. I'm sorry. That is a delusion that nobody should embrace. If somebody says that they have, that there are three people that live in their head, um, I'm not going to embrace the three people. I'm going to try to get them hey, help. Am I talking to Bill, Joe, or Bob today? No, I'm no, I'm sorry. You need help, and and we as a society need to help you because you are dangerous now. Well, and and so I say that we're not fearful in the in the sense that as a general population, we don't ultimately don't care what you do. We don't care what you do with yourself. Uh, is it fucked up and kind of deranged? Yeah, in my opinion, it is. But you do you. Having said that, Riley Gaines, who is the NCAA female swimmer from, I believe, Kentucky, uh, who's the first one who really spoke out about uh, the Penn State, whatever. Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas. Yeah, definitely, yeah, one of the most prominent, um, I guess. The, the prominent, because she's the one who started the whole... Uh, conversation about NCAA sports allowing a biological man to compete yeah. against yeah. biological women 
in sports, which, by the way, by the NCAA's rule now, there shouldn't be any in men's or women's sports. It should all just be sports. Good luck. Um, and have fun with that because we'll see how that, you know, how that works out. But uh, so anyway, Riley Gaines was uh, giving a speech on this issue at San Francisco State University um, yesterday, I believe. And she was attacked physically by a man in a dress. To the point where she had to be held in a room in the university by the police for three hours until they could get it under control. But she was physically attacked by a man in a dress yesterday. But they're the same. The person that's preaching stop the hate. Yeah. They're the same. Be inclusionary. Right. Support diversity of opinion. Right. No. You're a liar. You're fake. You're a hypocrite. Stop it. You deserve to be in a nut house. I mean, that's just the reality. Yeah. Well, and the uh, uh, there was an individual, I believe, went by the name William, who was arrested in Colorado yesterday or the day before. Uh, who uh, it's I'm just going to say it's its sister con- contacted the police and said, "Hey, Lily," because that's her real name. Oh, really? Oh, no, I thought it was an actual biological male. No. Really, real name's Lily. Read the story this morning. Oh, I, I read it a different way, but I, I scanned it, so I know what you're talking about. Um, uh, said that Lily was uh, uh, being violent and talking about shooting up a school. So the sheriff's office went to the house in Colorado, and in the room, in Lily's room, found... Uh, Pipe bomb making material, uh, a written out description of a middle school, the layout and uh, floor plans of a middle school, and stuff that linked it to planning an attack on that middle school. So here you go. Five of the last five of these attempt attacks, attempted attacks on our schools are by trans. Four of them were trans, and one of them identified as non-binary. But you tell me that this isn't an issue. You tell me this isn't a mental health issue. So the way that the article reads, it says the affidavit lists the defendant as male. I think William is the actual name. I think it is a male. I think the sister just plays along with that and refers to it as Lily. I think it's... Oh, I don't know. It looks like a girl. Right, but I think it's a very effeminate, confused male. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Regardless, it's, it's another William. Uh, yeah, I think it's actually a boy uh, who's confused and disturbed as a human. So confused, it's making me confused. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but so, that's that's honestly what's happening to our country, and, and their uh, testosterone levels are plummeting. Um, we're just becoming soy boys across the I wish we could find what I wish is we could find and you we you probably never get one. But I wish we could find a doctor uh that would come on and like really seriously have a fucking conversation, like a legit conversation about whether or not as a medical doctor you think that any part of this is fucking healthy. Any part of it. I mean 
I, I just don't. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I think well, they can, have a reputation, and I get it. You yeah, know, they, they have a. And there's no reason for them to risk just the incessant hatred that right. from all these ignorant people that don't know what they're talking right. about to decide to lash out um, because that's what they're going to do. And and unfortunately, it speaks to a larger issue in our society that I've determined is we have given up on we're coddling our children all the way through high school, all the way, all your parents, they're either coddled or they're completely uh, disregarded and, and um, you know, yeah. left alone. And right. They, and the, which is even more dangerous. Right. But the, the ones that are coddled are now also immediately being thrown into adulthood without actually having to bear any responsibility. Right. This is the problem with our minimum wage responsibility. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm bringing in all these issues. But it's the same. It is the same. It's all under one bubble. Because the fact that we have minimum wage. <laughs> Eliminates the low skill workers, which are generally teenagers, right. young, yeah, young, young Adults. people yeah. that are getting into the workforce and actually learning, learning skills and responsibilities. People don't get life until you're actually put in charge of things, and people change completely. They once they learn responsibilities. Um, then they have to act like an adult. Well, these people are have been given no responsibilities. They've been coddled and told they're victims their whole life, and then they just become they're turning into adults, but they act like children. Right. And these are the ones that are lashing out and throwing childish tantrums like AOC. She still acts like an eight-year-old, and she's sitting a sitting member of Congress, and that just is, it, it blows my mind. But that brings me to the to the. Uh comment that's under my name on the screen <laughs> if you believe that trans women are women yeah and you believe that trans men are men why, why do you need the qualifier why aren't you just calling them women why aren't you just calling them men i mean if the if, if the and the narrative is that trans women are women well, why do you even have to call them trans women? It clearly, just yeah, women, it right? clearly calls out their hypocrisy that yeah. they acknowledge what a woman is right. they, without saying it. Right. And that's the reason why they can't define it because they realize that they're not women. Once you once you put them in that corner of like, okay, tell me what a woman is, then well, then they, that's when you're homophobic and transphobic and. Like, I mean, you you can ask it so sincerely, like, yeah. hey, I have views, I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, Please, Please explain to me. If you're telling me what this is, then I need you to help me out because uh, my understanding, understanding is an adult human female. That's about right. as simple as it gets. Yeah. Argue that. <laughs> um, well, well, but again, you can never get past that. Once you ask that question, the conversation is going to be over because. Well, it's going to be shifted. And well, it's going to be over because they're no longer going to. The, the, that's at the nine times out of ten. Or probably 9.8 times out of 10. <laughs> uh, that's when it's. That's when the name calling starts. That's when the, the you're a racist. You're a transphobic. You're whatever phobia they want to yeah. tout that day. Which once that happens, the conversation's over. They're no longer. They're no longer going to engage in any kind of genuine discussion about that particular topic and yeah you're right then it's going to move on to something else uh well everything else is systemic and everything else is racist and everything else is and that's just where they're going to go somebody says it's a, it's a conversation stopper 
anybody who identifies as a woman, anybody who feels like a woman is a woman, you're they don't realize that they're not providing any sort of definition. Right. They're, they're, but that's the game. Because they truly do understand what a female is. Right. But that's the game. Yeah. The game is to be, you know, it's like the blanket, uh, you know, we'll look at Tennessee yesterday when they um, kicked out the two black Democrats out of the House. Um, it automatically won't be, it's because, it's because they're racist. But again, that's, you're trying to avoid actually having the conversation. The conversation should be, why did those two get expelled? And why did the third white female Democrat not get expelled? Their arguments are, well, it's because it's Tennessee and they're racist. Ignoring, completely ignoring the fact that the video, what they were expelled for, the female didn't do. They all went down to the well in the house. Uh, they started chanting and, and rabble-rousing the uh, people that were sitting up in the stands. It was specifically there for them to do this. Um, the two guys, the two that were expelled, were standing there and they were cheering. They wouldn't. The chairman or the speaker of the house, you know, asked them to maintain order and silence numerous times. They refused to do it. And then when he shut off the microphones, they pulled a bullhorn out of their fucking suit and started shouting through a bullhorn. Now, was she up there with them? Absolutely she was, which is why it was close. She was almost kicked. I think by two votes she stayed. Um, but the whole reason that they gave was you continued to incite, quite frankly, almost an insurrection by your definitions. Oh, 100% by their definitions. Um, and so you continued to do that even after you were giving significant chances. Now, the other thing that's not being reported in the media about this is apparently this is a normal thing for them to do even in committee. The committees can't even get, you know, the whole argument was about gun control, which is why they were, you know, having their temper tantrum. Um, and even, but he, apparently even in committee, these two specifically, and they've only been in when I think one came in in January, was elected in January, and the other one won a special election has only been there three weeks of the two that were expelled. But apparently the entire time that they've been in there, when they get into committee, they can't even get to an end result on an issue because these two suck all the fucking oxygen out of the room the entire time they're in committee. But this isn't a one-off where, you know, oh, they did it because, you know, the public, you know, the the comment that you're seeing now is, oh, it's because they were standing with the people. No, they were prohibiting a legislative body from actually doing their fucking job. And it's not the first time they've done it. And it seems to be a pretty consistent thing uh, of them of them doing that since they got there, even though it's been a short time since they've got there. So I just, you know, and of course now, again, why? So why did they throw out the racism? Because it kills the conversation. Now everyone's just gonna be like, "Whatever, you're gonna call me a fucking racist. Believe what you want." Mm -hmm. And then the conversation over. You don't have to have an actual generic or a, uh, uh, specific, you know, factual, evidence-based, evidence-based conversation or argument about why it happened. Because I, you're a fucking racist. The conversation's over. Because nobody wants to fucking hear it. Being called a racist or any of the phobes. Or, or any of those today is akin to being called a jerk. 
I, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter anymore. I don't fucking care. And the reality of it is those people throwing around those terms are the most racist or the most non-revolutionary, the most intolerant people. Typically. Uh, yeah. I mean, they demonstrate it every day. So uh, anyway, uh, that's just my thoughts on it. I, I And here you go. These two guys that were expelled, they're probably and most likely going to be right back in their seats in the next 30 days. Because what happens is uh, the way Tennessee runs is uh, the person, the mayor or whatever for that district where they come from uh, gets to appoint somebody to fill that seat. Who do you think they're going to appoint? Can they appoint the person that was, a, that yes. was removed? Yes. And they have to have a special election to fill the seats within 30 days. And they can run. So <laughs> that I don't have a problem with necessarily. Yeah. The appointment thing seems. Uh, I mean, absurd. it is what it is. Um, and that's the way Tennessee runs their shit. So I, I don't have a problem with it. Um, and they're going to be right back there. But I also think that there's a rule where if it happens again and they're up for expulsion again and they get expelled, they cannot. So there's kind of a double. You know, you get basically this was your shot across the bow. We realize you're probably going to be coming back. Having said that, when you come back, uh, you might want to rethink because, you know, they say they're doing it for the people. Well, how's you getting kicked out of the legislature helping your people? And, and you, and I think the first guy, they were both named Justin. I can't remember her last name. The one's Justin Jones, and I don't remember what the other one's last name is. Um, but I think one of them. It was his intent the whole time to get kicked out. I mean, I mean he had that. That's what he wanted um, because he said, you know, that'll that'll help me, you know, support my people. And well, how? Because now you're no longer in the legislative body that could potentially change laws that you don't like. You have no ability to write laws that you want to try to push forward to get passed into law. So, so are you really helping anybody by getting fucking kicked out of the legislature? No. Stupid. It's a stupid way to think about it. But, you know, it is what it is. All right, folks. We've kept you here for almost an hour. Um, early today. We're early today. I like it. Uh, probably will not happen again for a while this early. Uh, just because of schedules and stuff in, in typical Fridays. But, uh we appreciate <laughs> we appreciate you listening. Um, give us some feedback and, uh, and, uh, and send us some comments. And if, again, offer always stands. Offer always stands. If you want to join, if you want to come on the live, live or come on the show, it doesn't even have to be live. We can record it like we're recording this. Um, we can have you on. Uh, we can talk about whatever topic you want to talk about. And... Uh, yeah, and we'll have fun with it. We're respectful people as long as you're respectful to us. We're going to call out your bullshit. Like, I would hope that you would call out our bullshit if you think it's bullshit. Um, but we're going to be respectful about it until we aren't. <laughs> I guess that's the best way to say it. Um, but yeah, so we'll be back next week with another episode of Trash Talking Tuesday, and we will see you then.